I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by fucking Welsh legend, Itch from Steps, everybody. Itch, because obviously your name's Ian, so for anyone who doesn't know, obviously I know it stands for hunk. <laughs> no, what does H stand for? Homosexual. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh, it has been huge. No, no. <laughs> Uh, so the story goes, so I, I was called H when I was nine years old. Uh-huh. And it basically stands for hyperactive. That's what it is. Stop. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's been used for many things over the years. You could insert the, the correct word, whatever you want to think. <laughs> insert, insert here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. well. Have you always been this hyperactive then? Are you quite calm now in comparison? Um, my children have exhausted me, so I'd like to still think I'm... I'm, I'm Dance little... now for Haggard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hang in. <laughs> I'd like to think I've got a lot of fun left in me, but my yeah, children definitely that. have exhausted me. Listen, mate, your energy is fucking infectious. Like, I come to this podcast today. I'm on my period. I'm, which probably explains why I've cried three times. I'm knackered. I've had a long week. And fella's been away. I've been trying to look after the dog, the housework, everything. But you have made me feel like so full of energy, so ring to go because you're just like a beautiful, fun, full of fun person. Oh, bless you, mate. Do you know what? That that means a lot because I'm, uh, you know, I put on a front a lot sometimes. Yeah. And um, I'm just as exhausted as any other parent, you know. But, but I am, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just dead inside. <laughs> but I'm, but you know, so I'm literally sat here. Like I said, I've been doing steps interviews all day. I've done the school run. I've had a meeting. I've faked hands. I've written my radio show for tonight. I'm, I'm talking to you. And now my children are playing the garden mm. with my neighbor. And then they'll come back in and I have to cook them tea. And then I go to the studio to do my radio show. <laughs> you are balancing so, you've got so many plates in the air. So it, I mean, again, personal question. I feel like you're just an open book, so I can't. But are, would you class yourself as like a single parent? Yeah, very much so. I mean, I've done that for a long time. Yes. Um, and it that's hard. Yeah, um, it is. It's not the fairy tale that I wanted. Yeah. But you know what? Life isn't the fairy tale that you want right you know yeah. that we are brainwashed by those uh disney films i was gonna say disney i swear to god 
It's yeah. a good thing they've started making ones like Moana, which let we know we can do things on our own without a fella, because otherwise it was going to be seriously problematic for another generation. Isn't it? So somebody was telling me that there's there's a new one out and it's, it's called Red. And it, isn't the subtext about a girl on a period or, or something like that? Stop this. Well, if, if it was, I would absolutely watch it because that's me all over. I'm forever yeah. talking about it. And, and it's, it's, I, I, I think it's about this little character who is called Red and she sees Red when she's on a period, but that's the yeah. subtext of it. Yeah, I think. But don't quote me on that. Have a little have a little look. I'm gonna get my producer to Google that and give us a whether it's true or not by the end. Um I I think I think it's incredibly powerful what you're doing. Um I also think that I read somewhere that you would actually try to go down the adoption route before you did surrogacy, but found the process to be quite triggering. Yeah. Um when I I mean I'd I'd always had this paternal urge you always want to be your dad yeah I absolutely did you know I have an incredible relationship with my dad and my grandparents Mm -hmm. so I wanted that to come full circle for me I also wanted my dad to be a grandparent yeah loshing it when you just know someone's going to be a class granddad you can't let go of it and I moved back to South Wales so I live you know half an hour away from my parents purposely so my my children can have grandparents you know I could have stayed in London I lived up in North Wales but I wanted to come back I had this longing to come back and have my family with my family as well um what was the question I've gone off track (laughs) (laughs) I am just wanted to let you know it's probably the perfect time for you to go off track from me producer Pixar's latest film has some parents turning red upset or embarrassed that the animated coming of age film makes references to periods there you go yeah you're absolutely right I think it's important I am all for it go Pixar you trailblazing bastards but you know talking about trailblazing (laughs) I took my kids to see uh, Buzz Lightyear in the cinema last week it's got like really mixed reviews what did you think well you know what I mean for me the, the classic Toy Story, where yeah. the where the animation and the 3D was a little more primitive. Mm. I I preferred. Yeah, was but this just, a bit like too advanced, too snazz? Well, no, I'm, just as a story. And the bit I was actually referencing, which is really progressive, you know, for for Pixar, is that there's a same sex kiss in in the movie. Nice. Yeah, and it's so just hang on. Like, is, is is Buzz gay? No, Buzz isn't gay, but okay. um, so the story is. And I want be to be like, I could see that. I could see <laughs> yeah, him in Woody. Is, like, no, but you know, I'd give him one. No. <laughs> I've got a Woody for Buzz. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew. I'm so predictable. I'm so predictable. <laughs> it's the content we want. <laughs> give the people what they want. So, um, so there, there, there's astronauts and there's. Um, a woman astronaut and she's a black astronaut mm-hmm. and it just turns out that she's gay mm-hmm. and she has a partner and they have a little girl and literally there has been uproar about this little literally kiss on, on a, the lips it's america mate it's america it's got to be please tell me no one's complaining in the uk i feel like we're more measured here but it's progressive in so yeah. many ways. You know, the main characters, Buzz has, you know, these sidekicks and the main characters are not tall, beautiful, leggy blondes. You know, one's yeah. really short, one's really broad. Yeah. You know, one's a, a black lesbian. It's it's brilliant. But it's but, visibility, at, yes. like providing like representation for children at such a young age is so incredibly important. Like I know it, it's it's gone viral on things like TikTok and Instagram and all those platforms, but you know, the film Encanto, Yes. When you see those gorgeous little girls with glasses and curly hair and like smiling at the TV because they see someone who looks like them and 
Yes. It's, it is. It's, it's fucking long overdue. I don't know why we should be patting everyone on the back with quite so much because it should have been 50 years ago. But listen, I'm here for it whenever it happened. Okay. Um, the question was, babe, did you find um, trying to adopt that post process triggering? Um, so I went down the adoption uh, route be just because I felt like it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I get that. I wanted to give a child or children a home and love that they never had. Yeah, um, beautiful. But, yeah, but, you know, the adoption process is really, uh, it's quite exhausting mentally. Mm. Um, you know, they, they dive in quite a lot into your past, into your personal life, into your relationships. So there's a lot of, I guess, if you hadn't dealt with a lot of baggage, um, you know, when you were growing up, mm -hmm. um, then there's a lot of PTSD there. Right. Um, so, and but anyway, that basically what happened was um, we found out that somebody within uh, the adoption process was homophobic. And that's why um, the, uh, the adoption never took place. It never got any, any further because all of these other couples or, you know, singletons were getting matched with children, had children. And it was like, OK, so we just sat here. Just yeah, and then that's basically what happened. If I if I had had the balls, and if I wasn't so drained by the whole process, yeah. I would have taken it further, and I would have called them out. But you know, it was a different. We're talking fifteen years ago. It was a long time ago. Still, like I can completely understand like where you are coming from. It must have been such an emotionally exhausting process, and I imagine a couple of times you got your hopes up, and mm -hmm. you just felt like not when nothing came to fruition, I would have been done as well. I don't think I would have had any fight left in his mate. Yeah. You know what? If that person, not that they are, I'm probably like I'm not probably not their cup of tea. But if they were listening to this podcast, what would you say to them? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You, yeah, and look at your beautiful family now as well. You could have it just really annoys me, like that. There are these quite clearly like gorgeous, lovely little children that just need to be loved and shown that family units can be safe and secure and and all the things yeah. we promised they are. And, and yet, back then, gay adoption was just uh, it was new. It was just yeah. starting, you know, to um, kind of make headway. Now, of course, you know, uh, there is no discrimination of at course. all. You know, families are placed with loving human beings, which is the way it should be. But, you know, this was a different day and age. Exactly. Well, I'm pleased for the progression again, a little bit too late, no doubt. But I'm really sorry you had to go through that. I think I'd love to adopt. Is your, right, is your family unit done, H? Or do you think in the future you might revisit adoption or would it just all be too much for you bringing it all back? <laughs> <clears throat> do you know what never say never I fair enough um my children are and I and I will praise them they are so beautiful they're so kind and well-rounded and thoughtful they're also a little twat <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all children though, but that's no. all, uh, yes so, no but you know what you see these images on Instagram you know of yeah. beautiful you know white playrooms with all of the toys uh, you know and crisp you know white bed sheets and you know mine looks like it's been burgled I, ah! if i if i opened that door there it would look like carnage i'm not even gonna lie because good because right now like before you came on this podcast i literally had to run to the back of my like kitchen island and like shove all the mess to the other side that you couldn't see so when i looked at your beautiful sort of like incredibly instagrammable aesthetic in the background i was like 
this prick has got it all figured out. It, I was. I opened I was that door. It yeah. literally looks like carnage. It's yeah. carnage. I'm not even, I, if I was brave, I would open the door to show you, but I, I am <laughs> no, it's, it's awful. I would be no. judged. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, babe, no judgment from me. Pain, we've just got the dog, but we had this gorgeous like idea of this like super scandy neutral aesthetic for our house. Everything was going to be soft greys, stone palettes, like beautiful touches of black hair in there. Like the minute we got our dog, we rang the designer and I was like, that soft grey sofa is going to have to go. So we got one that's like machine washable, like loads of texture in it, a bit, a bit like um, boucle. It's still covered in his willy juice. We made such a mistake, his bright green willy juice. So listen, like I just think you... you Everybody, no matter what image anyone's trying to portray, like we've all got Willie juice on my sofa. Metaphorically oh. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than fanny juice, I guess. I mean, too. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants I that. definitely don't, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so, right then, it brings us up to your next question. Are you single at the moment? Are you looking for love? Like, do you feel like you just got no space in your life or? I am in a very happy place. Love which, that for you. Which means my box is being ticked. <laughs> yes! Very, very business-like way of putting it as well. Yeah, no, do you know what? I, I, I'm very private about that kind of part of my life. You should be. Yeah, and as well because I have children and mm-hmm. I don't want it to be, I don't, I don't put my business out there. I don't put my children's faces on Instagram. You know, yeah. a lot of people do and that's their choice. But my my children are mine. My private life is mine. There's enough of my life out there. You yeah. don't need to know anything else. But yeah, but I'm I'm super, super happy. Wasn't here. But it's, it's like you say, it's nice to have, it's, I suppose, very healthy to have that disconnect, you know, like you when you're on when you're on stage with steps, like you're one person and you can devote all of your energy to that and be this bright, shiny H from steps that everyone expects you to be. But it's lovely that you can then go home to the Welsh Valleys or wherever you're living now and be daddy H and yeah. and have and feel like it's different. Feel like you have something for you. I totally. Yeah. I, I like like I love that word disconnect. I have that part of me. And this is my, this is, this, my home yeah. is, is my sanctuary. You know, I, I, I film little bits here and there and I yeah. let people in on in my life, but I don't put every part of my life on Instagram. I think that's really healthy. I need to learn a bit more of that balance, actually. I feel inspired. But then I'm, so I'm from reality TV, aren't I, H, where it was like, it's very different because you're yeah. from a band, you know, like you've got a skill, a talent, people love you in steps. People just know me for me. So when I feel like I'm not given every aspect of my life, I feel like people are like fucking bored. But not, but people love you as a person and they feel like they know you. Yeah. It just depends if you feel like they own you. <laughs> it just yeah. is different, right? I do, I do struggle with that. Again, that's a very good point. Um, because I feel like I wouldn't be this is turning into you interviewing me on this podcast, isn't it? That, that's a, it's fine. Crack on. Oh, it's like therapy, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was just sitting with, with my therapist, but you do have a very nice sofa for it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, so I feel like almost beholden to people because I know that I wouldn't have won the jungle if people didn't get behind us and vote for us and stuff. So I almost feel like I owe it to people to give them everything they want from me, you know? So I struggle with that. So it's really interesting to say there is someone in the limelight who's got that balance right and figured it out and is is living it right, I suppose. I remember, so it was a couple of months ago and I messaged you after it. And um, I think you were doing an interview with Lorraine, maybe? And you were talking about imposter syndrome i will be and i and i could relate to it a little bit mm. but obviously not on the scale that, uh, that you do it you know mm. because you you that is your life right and it's where you started and people love what you do but yeah i i imagine it's hard to make that that break that disconnect you know to draw a line in the sand where where when is enough enough i don't yeah. know I, and I don't, I don't know yet. Like, honestly, I share everything from like my periods to me, like up and downs with Erkan to like everything. So I do think I need to establish some boundaries potentially if I'm ever going to have like a healthy Instagram public slash private life. Maybe that'll just happen a bit as I get older, you know? Is the, is the part private on the dog walk where your tits hanging out and... <laughs> <laughs> That's, honestly, now it's private age. It's all on. It's all on. That's there as well. Okay, that talking about that line. There's the line. Thanks, you. Thanks. You just keep reminding us of that line. <laughs> no, I, I know we're running out of time, and I'm aware you're so busy. But tell me, right, what you were doing before you got in steps, and how you got in steps? Because I've just always known you as it from steps. It's hard to imagine you as anything else. Did you always want to be famous? Like my my middle name will always be from, and my surname will always be Steps. Always from. <laughs> 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 Luckily, you've you've ditched those. You actually have a surname now. You're not from Geordie Shore. You're, you're literally from. Kill me, honestly. Still, people come up to say, "But you're from Geordie Shore." I'm like, fuck me. Can I not be from loose women in the jungle or something? Because a break. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so before steps, um, I was a red court. So I was a kids oh entertainer. Oh my god, you'd smash that. You, <laughs> that, I would literally, yeah, see you as that. So I'd run the kids' club in the day, um, and then I did the shows in the evening. But also before I uh, before I went to Butlins, um, I was in art college. So I I painted. I was a designer, and I deferred um, my college to become <laughs> a red coat, as you do. Yeah. But get a little bit of life experience, though. Why not? Yeah, t- oh, totally. But I I I just didn't know what direction my life uh, was go- was going to go in, or, or where I wanted it to go, because I loved painting, but I also love drama mm-hmm. but recently i actually so i started painting again mm-hmm. and, and i found this whole new love of of art and you know being creative and i was doing something for me as well mm-hmm. and i've had a couple of exhibitions no. um, and sold out exhibitions yeah so yeah I'm, I'm i've i've got the bug again and i need to do a lot more for me so you were very conflicted at first, obviously found steps and all the rest of it, but now you're nurturing that other passion. That is lush. Oh my yeah, God. it is. I want, us, I want to see your artwork. Where can we check it out? 
But I'm like set up a little Instagram page that I don't update very often, but it's Ian H. Watkins Art. I'm going to follow you right now. Honestly, we all looking for some work for our new cinema room. I'm going to commission the shit out of you. Oh, I don't know if my, I, well, it depends what you like. So I, I do like landscapes, very expressionist. Beautiful. Ra- rather than still lives that, that, you know, realism. Oh yeah, well, I don't want any like tits in my cinema room. Don't think I want like anything like that. I would prefer landscapes. Well, I'm not going to paint you with your tits out there, but... <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. Is. I knew you were going to say that as well. I knew. <laughs> Hashtag predictable. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. No, man, we've just got the same sense of humour. I'm not accepting unpredictable. Can you, can you actually tell that through, since the time we've been talking that I'm, my tan's developing? I've got oranger yeah. and oranger. <laughs> You are looking good, hun. I love it. What time do you use? Are you on well, a fake bit? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. But it's I'm so we're doing a show tomorrow. We're on stage tomorrow, and then we have a big pride celebration the day after on ITV. So I'm tanned and ready. Good lad, as you should be. Right, come on. All that like steps of history, because just so you know, like I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I was fucking obsessed with you guys. Like Aww. obsessed. Like I wanted to be fair when I grew up. Like I've met our lords and she's like three months older than us. I've no idea why I thought you guys were like. She is lush. She's amazing. And I loved your music. I loved your songs. Like we learned all your dances. Like it must be so great. And I'm wondering, is it so lovely? What I was going to say is to like, and I'm assuming your audiences must have changed. You would have saw like me as a teenager, you know, when you were doing it when you were younger. Is it just women my age now? Like, you know, doing the tragedy dance, like living for it, other people bringing their kids. Like, I wanted to know what your audiences look like now because it must be very different. Do you know what? Peter Waterman was so clever. He was so savvy. Yeah. When, when he was writing our songs and putting us together and had the idea that he wanted us to be just more than a one hit wonder. Mm. Um, he wrote songs that appealed to parents as well as children. Yeah. And that's why now all those children have grown up. Yeah. Their parents come along with them, but they have kids as well. So there's three generations. That but, is lush. Whereas I've you, seen a picture actually each of like, of one of you, I can't remember who it was, maybe you, maybe Claire Affleck on Instagram, with like three generations of fans, like an actual like mum, daughter and granddaughter there and they all loved you. That's lovely. That's fun for all the family. It's mates. incredible. And you know, yeah. it's testament to Pete. And and I guess it's what, and there's no disrespect to our peers, uh-huh. you know, bands like S Club or Five or Atomic Kitten or 911, you know, all of those bands. Oh they my were God, all, you're just my generation I, right there. No, but, but they were all at the tea, aimed at the teen market. Yeah. Whereas that's why Pete was so clever and it transcended that that's why I think that's why we are around still filling arenas now 25 years later oh my god well you know it's not only that yes a testament to Peter I think was very clever but also like I heard somewhere that the reason people like um what they could take that when they first were around they did they said their pleases and thank yous they were lovely whether it was the fella getting them the tea or whether it was the person directing their video they learned everybody's names they were polite respectful and wonderful and now when they were got given their second go to the researchers the runners everybody who was like making their tea whose names howard robbie you know, Gary learned they were now the ones in charge 20 years later. And yep. they remembered how take that made them feel Like you know, like it, they weren't just a piece of the furniture. They were an integral part of the cog. So that's why they got their second chance. And I feel like you guys must've been like that too, H. Like I can't imagine you guys being anything other but respectful, grateful, hard work. And so that is probably why you've got this amazing second turn and all. 
I hope so. I mean, we've always treated, you know, everybody has their off day. I'm not going to say I'm absolutely not perfect, but I will always give somebody the time of day. I'll always say, please and thank you. I'll never demand for someone to bring me a coffee. You know, I'm I, I never demanding. No, but none of that. No, but you know, I'm tired sometimes and I have, I have off days, but I, I will never demand. I'll never be a, a diva, you know. You Who know, is the biggest tired. diva in the band? Who in is the, the biggest diva? Define diva. Um, sass pot. So who's most likely to who's most likely to be late? Oh, to, oh actually, to be late, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's, always, Lee's, Lee has always been late, but now okay. he has a little boy. He blames it on being a parent. Now but, he's even later. <laughs> but I have twins, and I'm always early. <laughs> Well, it doesn't fly with us, Lee. It does not fly with it us. It does not. Never. <laughs> Mate, I've had the best time. You've completely turned my mood around. Like oh. you're just sunshine in human form. But before I let you go to your very many different hats that you have to wear, here on Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a little pearl of wisdom. And you make fatherhood and juggling that with a busy career look easy you make it look seamless no but I want to know what is your secret to stepping into fatherhood oh my goodness do you know what I (laughs) I wish I knew the answer to that because I'm winging it (laughs) I look I I look like I have sorted and I and I know what I'm doing but I don't um, and I, I guess that. No, I, I guess I'm never it and I always be so honest. <laughs> always be so honest. There is no secret. I, I mean, the one thing I try every day, and it's and it's and it's a practice, is to be present, mm. especially when my kids come on from school or if they want to talk you know because it's very easy to go okay, I've got to pack the school lunch tomorrow. I've got to very easy know, to get distracted. Yeah. All of that, but all your child wants you to know is, do you like my drawing of my submarine? You know, so I try just to be present. And that's that's actually probably the little golden golden nugget of advice I could give. Mm. Be present. Just take one day at a time. Enjoy the now. And I know that's so easy to say, but it's so simple. And it's just such like such good advice and you know what you've said about like winging it and stuff it's so relatable because I take a little look on Instagram H and you'd be forgiven for thinking everyone's got it all figured out wouldn't you no do you know what I did I recently uh was chatting to Rob Beckett you know about parenting yeah Yeah. oh my gosh and I did his his podcast Uh and that was a scream because you know he tells us it is you know it's it's carnage in his house and mine (laughs) is very very similar Amazing. Well, I'm going to let you go. I know. Good luck for this weekend, all of your gigs and stuff. And listen, congratulations on the new front goggle box gig. I'm so jealous. Cool, right? Yeah, quick one. Do we actually fill them in your house? Because my producer just told me they set up fake home sets. Yeah, they're all they're all fake home sets. Yeah. Oh, I feel like my whole reality has just been ruined. Robbed. <laughs> I feel so lied to. Yeah, it was a good gig, actually. I enjoyed it. And it's, it's the Pride special, so it's not a regular. Who knows if they ask us back? Oh, but yeah, but I love that, that, you know, Pride is so visible now. Yeah, you know, people yeah. are celebrating for all the right reasons, you know, not just to kind of go, hey, we celebrate Pride. No, yeah. they're really being inclusive and being educational. And, you know, it's it's brilliant for my kids and my friends' kids just to see. It's, it's, it's awesome. It makes you have a real sense of pride. <laughs> ah, she's so cheesy. I love you, babe. Lots of love, babe. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Mwah.
Well, guys, that was the incredible H from Steps, or Ian H. Watkins, to give him his official title. But in my Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Part, he'll always be H from Steps. I hope you loved that as much as I did. Honestly, I think you can tell how much I really rate that fella. I was grinning from start to finish. His energy is just infectious. If you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson's The Secret 2, please do all of the podcasty things that I tell you to do. Tell your mates, leave a review. And the brand new one that I am really hammering home is please subscribe. <laughs> Take care and have a great week. <laughs>